and we're back all right so to conclude our arcade uh episode we're gonna talk about an anime that came out during the summer session the summer season of this year in japan and the series was called art uh high score girl yeah um basically high score girl is about a girl uh, is about a boy and a girl who um met during uh, met during the arcade and form a friendship that would go from elementary junior high okay. in, in high school um but during that time with them you actually see the rise and maybe the eventual fall of the arcade scene well not fall the rise and the continuing steady going of the arcade scene in japan so which is still thriving to this day um so what do you think of it guy you, you i just started watching today and yeah. I, yeah i was pretty hooked mainly because it was in the arcade and I like nostalgia that street right. fighter scene mm-hmm. and i was like they all just you know how they talk smack that was right right, right. each other uh, it was subtitles so mm-hmm. i was trying to read as much as i could i remember the smack talking and the kids playing the street fighter I, but it was in Japan, right? Right. It was kind of darker. The arcades, are, it, I don't, it, it didn't seem like the arcades were that darker over there. No, 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 no. But in this one, it seems like it was a gray, shady, dark area. Like, it was just lights and made the stereotypes of the arcade. Yeah, back then, I guess. It wasn't... No, but even back then, I, I didn't think of it was that dark. No, no. It no. probably was. We just didn't never care because we were so, you know... Enthralled. Yeah, yeah enthralled with the, the No, games. dude, compared to, like, the arcade scene that we had here, you know dark always 24 7 yeah wonderland (laughs) was dark yeah i think the lights were all off and the only thing the only lights were just the arcade screens and the machines my stereotype of japanese arcade was bright everything's all white clean you know it's like the pachinko box everywhere (laughs) (laughs) no yeah no it surprised me i was like it looked gloomy yeah but they were just playing games and it seems like they were being isolations right but my impression in Japan was it was a social gathering place like we talked earlier. Right, 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 right. This place didn't seem like that to me. It seemed like the American style arcade. Right. Or the peep show arcade, uh, mm-hmm. but not for, you know, good stuff, just for, for games. Right, right, right. Yeah, so uh, that's what I thought. Yeah. Um. Uh, later on during the, the series, you we you get guys, to... You going to spoil this for me? <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Okay. I would say um, later on during the series, you get to see different points of view of different arcades mm-hmm. throughout japan okay so, so that one was just dark no first. that was that was just like one of them kind of like the local okay. the local one okay, then makes sense. then you get to see in other parts like how they were set up and stuff like that and everything um the series was wonderful the series is great um the manga actually ended this year um i haven't read all of it so, um, but it's really good. It, it, it's a great series. Um, the is it art... true to the manga? Yeah, it was is a it... manga. No, I mean, is it true to this? It's a sequential yes, manga. Yes, from, from the art and the storyline and everything. It was basically page okay. by page. Was it a Shonen Jump manga? No. It mm. was actually published by uh, Square Enix under their brand. Oh, let's not talk about Square Enix. You just brought that up. Uh, <laughs> you heard about this Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's up with the announcement of firing people? And it was so happy. <laughs> well, he's gone. He's gone. Yeah. Smile. 
and yeah, and, you know, okay. technically X. Final Fantasy yeah. 14 is officially dead now. I well, <laughs> we got one DLC. <laughs> yeah, out of what? Then the 75% Seven. of it Seven. is gone. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah, but Square Enix do make great mangas though. They make well, they make great animes. Goblin Slayer was Square Enix, right? Yeah, published. Published. Okay. Wow. So their their range is from yeah from kid stuff to all out yeah wow okay yeah money talks i guess mm -hmm. yeah but yeah game back to... mm -hmm. so yeah so um back to the series mm -hmm. the series was good it was great it told the arcade scene from well basically the motherland uh -huh. japan yes. from their point of view of how they saw well the the creator how he saw the manga, the the arcade scene, mm -hmm. back in his day during the nineties, and um, there were there were a lot of things when I saw that series that reminded me of, well, basically how the way we grew up during like the pool halls and the laundromats. Mm-hmm. The pool halls, the laundromat. Mm -hmm. um, if it was raining while we were coming home. First place we would try to find is a place that actually had arcade machines yeah. to sit down and play. Wait until the rain kind of like goes down a little bit. Even then, we didn't care if it did or not. We just played. Yeah, okay. we didn't care. Yeah, we just basically didn't care if they had the games that we liked or not. Okay, um, I haven't gotten far enough yet. Uh, is it so far like a, a puppy love type or is it a friendship type? Um, it's basically like student and teacher type. Really. Um, I won't ruin it for you, but you know, just um, keep watching it. Not, it's not forbidden romance or anything like that. No, no, no. Okay, it was just more of a, a relationship between a student yeah. and teacher. Something like that. That's not. It yeah. doesn't sound like that. It sounds like. Yeah, yeah. So okay, connection. Hey, yeah. Pretty much, that's that's a good thing. Kind of like a man without a face. Mm -hmm. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that came up when you said student teacher. <laughs> You like Mary Kate Latorno and uh, <laughs> well, Palomar, was it Palomino? No, Man of Face. Seen it as well as student and teacher. Yeah. Um, another good thing too about the uh, series was the the love that they had for the games and also the little segments that they had, little historical segments that they mm -hmm. talked about about certain games, especially too um, when they talked about the PC Engine. Oh, I haven't got to that part yet. Let's, no, you explore that. I like games. I, that makes me want to watch it more. Okay. Well, they did an entire episode mm -hmm. about the PC Engine, the history, like who was behind it, yeah. why and everything, and then the games that came out of it. Like that was like the closest thing to the arcade that yeah. you had, and this and that. I, I don't remember this back in the 90s. Mm. My buddy tried to convince me that Super Nintendo Japan was the PC Engine. And all I do is break out these two parts on Super Nintendo, and it will fit the PC Engine cartridge. <laughs> I'm thinking, it doesn't say Nintendo on these PC Engine. <laughs> no. I, I'm, I'm maybe a kid, but I'm not gonna break a piece just to buy a PC Engine cartridge, because there's little two uh, square right. pieces at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have yeah, little yeah, creases yeah. on it. And like, they cannot be the same machine, man. And no, I'm, no. I, they're uh, not right. <laughs> Tuesday is like. No, I remember... Yeah, I don't even remember that rumor. Yeah, I've, I've heard of it. I've heard of it. It is the um, stupidest rumor ever. Yeah, it is. Um, you want to waste $200, kid? Do this. Okay, if, if, in case you don't know, uh, the PC Engine over here is called the TurboGrafx-16. Yes. 
Yeah. Um, I, I got to play it. I got to play the T16. Mm-hmm. Um, I never got the chance to play when the CD expansion came over. Yeah. But, oh, okay. Yeah. But here's a funny story. Hmm. And to this day, he, he won't admit the fact that, are you sure you can get this confused with Super Famicom? <laughs> and I'm like no man it's a PC I'm like because remember Street Fighter 2 Turbo came out on the PC engine in Japan and yeah first first yeah first yeah <laughs> and we wanted the importer that game so bad we found an importer yeah you know send mail into New York and no import for you yeah 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 but I was like you sure it's not Super Famicom you thinking of <laughs> yeah but that's my okay that's, that was my story PC engine yeah Oh, and just to let you guys know, yes, the struggle was real when it came to importing. Yeah. Um, they used to had uh, in gaming magazines. They used to had um, importers advertising. Oh, yeah. you want to import yeah. a game? The J-List also. Oh yeah. Remember J-List? Oh yeah, they're still around. Um, uh, not what it's used for. <laughs> yeah, but uh, they're still around. But um, the way to import games was, um, I remember one importing. Um, ad. I'll mm-hmm. always remember the name of it. Is it Matt Cross? Remember Love? No, no, that was for the VHSs and stuff like that. I know, but, you know. but no, it was Importorama. Okay, okay. Yeah, the they would always of... advertise, mm-hmm. and they would like you know um, any uh, Super Famicom or Japanese uh, yeah. Super Nintendo. We can import it for like sixty dollars, and you would have to like send in a um, money order. Money order. Yeah. With sixty bucks to the address and everything, and then you had to put in a note with the money order saying, "This is the game that I want." Yeah, and you had to put in your address, and you had to wait like about a month until yeah. you get it. Uh, my my assumption was with Navy guy who went over there during deployment, came back during his tour was done after, <laughs> and just drops it off at this guy's place. Here, I got all your stuff. Thanks, cousin. You know. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, you know, pack rim, rim pack. I was in the Navy, but I heard people, <laughs> they always had the Pacific tour. Like, we stopped over Japan. What do you want? And we gave them a list of games. <laughs> Go to Okinawa real quick. You know, uh, that kind of stuff. Uh, you were lucky. I, you had family in. I do. Don't remind me. <laughs> wait, 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 it's not like they'll keep the money and not give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> family? Okay, okay. Yeah, strangers are better than family in this case. Oh, uh, it was horrible. Uh, Long story short, I had yeah, a family. I'm, I'm gonna say it. Oh, I'm just gonna give it a clean so, cut, short version vent, of it. Vent it right now. Okay. So, long story short, uh, I had a family member who was in the military and was. Oh, happy birthday to the Marine Corps today! Yes, hoorah! Um, I had a family member who was in the Marine Corps, and he was based in Japan for, I think, I think about five, six years. Mm-hmm. So I, assuming, you know, since he was going to be there for five to six years, mm-hmm. I saved up all my money I had, and I was in high school mm-hmm. when, th- when this happened, junior high and high school. So I saved up about a good two, three, four hundred bucks, assuming it was enough. So I told my, I told my brother, I was like, hey, I'm going to send you this much money. I'm going to send you a list of stuff that I want. And he was like, okay, mm-hmm. send it to him. Didn't hear anything for about that entire summer. Not a phone call or anything. Mm-hmm. So I was pissed. 
so I was like, okay, I blew my Comic-Con money. All I had was like a hundred bucks that year to take with me to Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. So I had to be really, really, really picky on what I wanted to get that year. Frugal, Comic-Con. Frugal. Yes. So. Frugal. That's a word. So I, the second week of going back to school, I got a package. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, it's from my brother. All oh, right. Yeah. Open it up. I, I, I kid you not. I was so pissed. What was it? It was a, okay, like three, four bags of Japanese potato chips, mm-hmm. which were pretty damn tasty. Um, a Gundam model kit mm-hmm. of um, Gundam Wing. Okay. Before it ever came out here to the states, okay, the series good. and everything like that. That's, that's, that's a little good, yeah. Yeah. Okay, and it was transformable. Um, and a note that said, Hey, you know what? They were, they were too expensive. Sorry, but I got you all this stuff. And I was like, so all of this costed like my three hundred bucks to 300 bucks. Wait, 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 what year was this? Uh, like in the late nineties. How much that gun worth now? Not that much. Oh, really? Yeah. How much were chips? How much should they work now? <laughs> actually, the chips, if I actually still had them, they were collector's items because yeah. that company went under. <laughs> it's the ironic part, isn't it? The, the, the one that you should not use. <laughs> <laughs> but they were so good. They were, yeah. Okay, I kid you not. Like, I'll, I'll never forget the flavor, too. Um, Shrimp paste? No, 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 no. It was barbecue vegetables. That sounded good. Yeah. Oh no, it tasted it wonderful. Like some stuff. No, it, it was like okay, and the chip was like kind of like a tostito, mm-hmm. but small. It, no, it was like checks. It was like a, a, it was like if checks and a tostito had a kid, uh-huh. and it had barbecue vegetable as a flavor, that would be it. It's like Funyun squares. Oh yeah, sounds good. Yeah, delicious. Okay. And not back to the subject. <laughs> so that way was my fault. I started with my no, 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 story. No, 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 no. The, like um, I had those chips, and then we had two other ones, and one of them was typically um, wasabi and shrimp. Okay, which one cost the most? If you have them today, the barbecue vegetable one. Oh wow! Okay, because that was limited item over there. <laughs> no, because the company that went under mm-hmm. got bought out by the company that. My brother sent me that did the wasabi and the shrimp. <laughs> okay. And there. the seaweed flavor one, which was good that they still sell to this day. Their um, supplier became the owner. Yes. Okay. Um, okay. It turned out when my... Story. <laughs> no, it turned out years later when my brother came back, uh, I went to go visit him to help him move his stuff back into his apartment. Uh-huh. Um, he was like, I was like, hey, so what's in this box? And it was kind of heavy. And the box said, do not open and I said, hey, bro, what's in this box? He looked at me, looked at the box, looked at me, looked at the box, sweating bullets, and was like, uh, you don't want to know. And I was like, was it porn? No, you don't want to know. Is the stuff you want? Yes, it was. Why you kept it? <laughs> I should have I should have known that my brother was also a gamer. Uh-huh. And when he saw what I wanted, you know, like, you, you tell someone yeah. what you want. Oh, yeah, you don't want to. So he ended up pocketing up all my money and bought all that for himself and all the games that I wanted. Uh-huh. And what was left over, like, 
the chump, the leftover change. That's what he bought the Gundam and the bags of chips and all that. <laughs> well, he bought it just in case he has changed his consciousness. Like, no, no, I'm still dirt bag. I'm gonna keep it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But I like him enough. He, I mean, this Gundam might be worth something today. Chips are delicious. Hope he eats all of it. <laughs> <laughs> and it would have turned out that the bag of chips were the were the. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the original Coke bottles. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. If yeah. you had the crate still, that'd be awesome. Oh yeah. The Coke crate with the bottles. Oh my god. Yeah. So Ten thousand dollars worth of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the um. Back, yeah. Back. So so that so that's what happened. And um. Back to high score. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> So that, that that's the beauty of high school girl, high score girl. girl. Um, I made a mistake too. I thought it was high school girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, high score. I high score. Love. Yeah. So <laughs> back to the anime. Um, the anime is great. It's wonderful. Um, every episode they always they they talk. They give a little bit of history of uh, set company or set game genre, mm-hmm. um, especially to after the credits. Oh my god, the music for the ending credits was like. Oh, it, it was beautiful. No, no, no. It's not. It's not that. It transported you back to the music in the early nineties, like Nirvana. Oh, wait, Japan nineties or US no, 90s? like American nineties, like the Smiths. Okay, you say Lab Nirvana. Yeah. Okay, we have Chili Peppers starting out. Pretty much, kind of like the, like kind of like when the, the NWA the, broke the, up and they were already uh, <laughs> Doll Pound was already established. <laughs> Something like that. I don't know, but it was just the music. Yeah, that Dr. The end- <laughs> <laughs> early Snoop. Uh, but no, but just that the, the ending credit music is um very nice. It goes with it. Yeah, yeah. I hate mumble rap too. So. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Side note. Yeah, it 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 it's like the music was that good. It was it just reminded me a lot. It transported transported me back to when I was a kid, listening to like the Smiths, Nirvana. Stone Temple Pilots and stuff like that. Okay. So the band names I actually have, like, huh? That's an awesome name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Stone Temple Pilots. That sounds awesome. Which a lot of people don't know that they are from San Diego. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that why you mentioned them? Huh? No, a lot of people don't know that. So is Jewel. Jewel's from San Diego too. Uh, technically Alaska. Well, yeah, she was homeless here for a year, so that counts. <laughs> She's living in the car, singing. <laughs> Okay, then we might as well just say Eddie Vedder was from here too. Hey, Rob Williams. <laughs> he was sleeping on the beach. <laughs> Mark Hamill. Yeah. He, well, he technically is from here. We name a street after him. Yeah, of course. Scott Walker Boulevard. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, so if you guys ever have a chance, uh, look up High Score Girl. You won't regret it. Um, read uh, the manga does it fine, but the anime does the series justice. It does the gaming community justice, and it does the '90s arcade scene justice. Um, speaking of that, um, we're gonna change the subject a little bit to something very interesting. Uh, I want to talk about the graphics, actually. Oh, okay. Well, then we'll get the graphics. What do you think? It was. It's it's you know it's funny. It's clear mm-hmm. like in early modern graphics. Mm-hmm. But the drawing is kind of like the early Tenchi Muyo drawings. He did that on purpose. It's like yeah, it's very thin, thin lines, and it's like, you know, the mm-hmm. the eyes are not kind of like, you know how the, the anime eyes are large, right. but each decade had a different type of mm-hmm. eye genre. Yeah, this felt like more like a '90s style, like 
Evangelion Steel Girlfriend style. Yeah. Or Lane. Remember Lane? Oh, yeah. The first thing I thought was Lane. It looks mm-hmm. like Lane from the yeah. late 90s. Yeah. He, uh, the artist actually did that. The the manga creator, he did that the same thing too in the um, manga. Yeah, well, you know, if you're manga aficionado, you know the, the difference. Because yeah. the 80s mangas were way different to the 90s. Oh, yeah. The, the yeah. Huge difference. And today manga is more like, if you notice the... Oh, what's a good uh, like Dragon Slayer mangas? Mm-hmm. It's like it, it, it's it's almost surreal and it blurs. Yeah. Over there, you had to. This one has definition where you can see the background, the foreground. Yeah. So yeah, it, it looked like a '90s style, but no, in in the clarity of modern day. Right. That's why I like it. Lane. The first thing I thought was Lane. I thought it was Lane at first. <laughs> like, this looks like Lane. Uh. <laughs> Remember Lane, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel old. <laughs> I love that. Remember series. Lane? I was a kid. I was in high school. No, I was in college when it came out. That's how old I am. <laughs> oh, Ghost in the Shell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm dating myself now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but Ninja Scroll '90s, Lane '90s, also. Yeah. Different style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, five year gap makes a difference. In anime. Oh yeah, of course. Budget too. Yeah. Yeah. So, anything else besides that for a high score, girl? No, that was pretty much it. I thought the artwork was done well, and it's yeah, yeah, throwback. Like you said, we I guess did it on purpose. Yeah, I think about it. I thought it was just done accidentally. No, I did it on purpose. Okay. Yeah. So you're gonna continue? Are you gonna continue watching it? Well, yeah, I want to know what happens next. I want to see if he, he could dominate Street Fighter. <laughs> 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 That's the first episode. Yep. Yeah. Uh, spoil it for people. Never mind. Yeah, don't worry about it. Okay, so next we're going to be talking about uh, documentaries, not just any type of documentaries. Um, certain documentaries that talked about the arcade scene and uh, video games in general. Um, uh, there were certain documentaries that came out, I think, in the past 10 years, I think. Well, more than that, past 15, maybe. Yeah, okay. Give yeah. or take. Mm-hmm. Yeah, give or take. Um, that talked about the rise and fall of the arcade scene not only that but also too uh another scene that oh that right now um is at the point of being extinct but is kept alive by one company and that is the pinball scene the pinball arcade scene mm-hmm. um as of now there's only one company that i know of that still makes pinball machines and that is stern pinball I was going, man, my mind was on Bally's for some reason. No, Bally's went out. I know. I'm so old, okay? Yeah. Oh, do you remember Midway? Yeah, Midway Bally's. Yeah. yeah. So, Stern, yeah, Stern Pinball uh, in Chicago. Is it named after um, D Stern? Uh, no, 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 no. Okay. Different Stern. I was thinking. Um, um, yeah. And so, um, so, yeah, so there was a documentary that talked about... Uh, about the pinball, the rise and fall of the pinball industry, mm-hmm. called uh, Lit When Tilt. I didn't see it. Yeah, it was a it, it's a very good documentary about the pinball industry, not just the industry itself, but the community, uh, the rise and fall of the in, of the scene, um, the players who were in it. Yeah. Um, not only that, um, someone very famous from the arcade scene actually came from the pinball scene do you know who it is 
It's the guy who cheated in <laughs> Donkey Kong. No, not Billy Mitchell. No. <laughs> I hate him now. He's so arrogant. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Male, right? Yeah, male. Want me to give you a hint? Wait, wait, wait. Is it Daigo? Mm-mm. Justin Wong? No, no, no. Yeah. It's a, a, a famous what, what, programmer. Uh, bear? Hmm? Bear. No. Okay. Want me to give you a hint? Ralph? It's not Ralph Bear. Okay. No, no, no. Programmer, right? Yeah. Japanese or American? American. Ebun? Yes. Well, we said American. I can think of four names. <laughs> Ralph Bear, Ed Boone. Uh, Ephraim Jim Guy. What's his name? <laughs> Damn. I have the, I love his games, too. <laughs> and the guy who did um, Psychonauts. Tim Schaefer. Tim Schaefer and yeah. uh, Ephraim Jim. What's his name? Peter. I forgot this. Oh, fuck it. Yeah. I'm old. No, but yeah. Um... Yeah, um, originally he, uh, Ed Boone started in the pinball mm-hmm. until Midway told him, until Midway was like, okay, we need to make a new game. And uh, Ed Boone was like, let's make a fighting game. So they're like, okay, here, go do it. Run with it. Yeah, he, and originally he was supposed to do a Van Damme game. Yeah. And Van Damme backed out of it at the end. Yeah. And to do it, ironically, Street Fighter in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, I remember those. Yeah. So, yeah, so... um oh, no, His name was David Perry. <laughs> I looked it up. Yeah, so, like, um, Lit What Tell is a, is a great documentary of um, of the pinball industry and the pinball community. Um, I recommend it. Um, another good... Another good... Um, do you have one? The one you told me a long time ago. It's funny. We were in. We were in. We actually went to college together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you told me about this one. Yeah. And we actually were talking about it, and we were like we could learn to do this. And like yeah, from that movie. Mm-hmm. Indie. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. When you said video game documentary, that first one that popped in my head because you want to tell me about. It. Yeah. I watched it. It was pretty good. Mm-hmm. It was a life for programmers, not like even for indie mm-hmm. programmers. Uh huh. It's not easy. You gotta put a lot of time and investment for it. Oh yeah. Especially these guys were making concentrating on one game. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, indie. Yeah, like um, a good game, a good example of a game like that. Um, Cave Story. Mm-hmm. You've heard of Cave Cave Story? No, no. It's like a, it's a um a very popular indie game. Is it like, like Meat? No, 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 no. It's it's kind of like a Super Meat Boy. Yeah, it's like Meat okay. Boy. Yeah. Okay, called it. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, it was programmed by one person. That whole game was done by one person, and it was a Japanese programmer. And he released it for free. Hey, not, well, that's his resume. No, but then Nintendo picked it up and you know uh-huh. put it on their three DS and all that stuff. But um, you got paid at least. Hmm. You got paid, or you just yeah, he got paid. Okay, it's good. Um. Yeah, and um, yeah, it was it it showed that in in that one that it's really hard. It was really hard to program. Like the average lifespan of a programmer, being a programmer, is a a good ten years, because yeah. they get burned out. True. Yeah. 
Like, well, at least it's it's a, a thriving community. It's not like a big gaming studio. That no, it's turns a th- out. it's a thriving community now. Mm-hmm. Not back in the day. Back in the day, it was cutthroat. Well, yeah, you had no funding, and also you're making a game that hasn't been produced yet, so you're not really making revenue till it's released. Yeah. So you you have big backing or a big mm-hmm. studio that could have longevity. Right. That's you know what's funny. The, like uh, the companies nowadays, because of DLC, mm-hmm. it kept the uh, like studios running while they make you know the new games. Yep. Like like I was Ed Boon. You said mm-hmm. he would do DLCs while while making the next games. Right. Those DLC could fund the employees and all that stuff. Yep. At the same time. Mm-hmm. So I hate DLCs, but it saves a lot of people yeah. jobs and. I'll say it gives me time to keep the old game fresh. Yep. And then the, I buy the complete edition for no reason. I don't know why. Yeah. 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 Um, another uh, another good one. Um, uh, it was called Insert Coin. And it was a documentary about the Japanese scene. Mm-hmm. The Japanese arcade scene. Um, it was really good. You saw a lot of programmers back in the days talking about how the way they did... Um, how they how the way they they programmed games how they made the arcades um how the way they were how the way the arcade scene was and um how is it still going on to this day strong mm-hmm. and not like how it is here in the u.s where it's just almost 100 percent gone almost you're right it's still yeah. in theaters where you know those bowling alleys just yeah. have an arcade section while you wait to play bowling or go to yeah. the movies. But still, it's like the arcade scene here is like almost 100% dead. Well, at least parking is easier now. <laughs> uh, true, true. Though I never had, <laughs> actually drove to an arcade. <laughs> I, when I was a kid, I would usually walk and take a trolley. Same here. When we got a car, I thought the arcade scene was so... Because I'm an adult with the car. I could go to any arcade I want now. Right, yeah. And then it slowly started to die out. And I was like, ah... Resident Evil Gun 2. You were, you were great to it lasted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think you're going to... Well, because we mentioned, you know, Billy. Mm-hmm. King Kong beef. Oh, yeah. King of Kong. Yeah. Yeah. Great. It, it, it was a good documentary. It was it was a really good documentary. Made you wanted to root for the underdog. Yeah. I think the underdog won. <laughs> yeah. Now, now I think about it. Yeah. It was... It was eh. Cheater? What is Expose. Uh-huh. What game he cheated on? Donkey Kong. He cheated on Donkey Kong. Supposedly, um, he used an emulator. Uh, the MAME em- version? MAME. He and switched out boards during... The, he, yeah, he switched out the board during the game. Something like that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And then also, like, a lot of his other records from other games were also Stricken. under investigation. Because... Of that, they have to be now. Yeah, because like uh, one of the rules in uh, Twin Galaxies is if you're going to go for a world record or set a record, mm-hmm. you have to use the original parts of the original game. Yeah, that's so true. Mm-hmm. But well, not necessarily. It, as long as they're matching enough and use the same board. But this yeah. guy used a completely modded yeah, board. Yeah, the original hardware and stuff like that, or you know, whatever they said it was okay to a certain extent. Yeah. Yeah. You remember the ref's name? Hmm? When we met at E3? Oh, man. 
Um, it's it's funny you forgot me. You didn't want to introduce. I didn't know who it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it I came. I'm like, so God, God. I'm like, what's that? What's that? Who's that guy? I don't know who that is, dude. <laughs> then we met him. We shook his hand. Took picture with him. I'm like, I guess he's famous. And then <laughs> you were making more big of a deal. I'm like, you were more. You were Star Trek, but you were happy. And I like, yeah. I wasn't because I really don't know who the guy was until later, right? Yeah, until I saw all his documentary. I'm like, Twin Galaxy guys. Oh wow, I met him. <laughs> <laughs> He was on Time Magazine. The top, yep. you know. uh, what was his name again? Uh, was it Walter Day? I think so, yeah. Yeah, Walter Day. Yeah. The yeah. Galaxy. Mm-hmm. We got, he still got his card? <laughs> yes, I still do. <laughs> that dude is, like, awesome. Yeah, we, we met him at E3, and I didn't know who he was. Or I sh- Now I look back, I'm like, man, I met him. Yeah. I could have asked more questions now. Yeah, it's a, I, I, I'll be honest. I fangirled. <laughs> I fanboyed yeah, pretty fangirl. bad. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, you tinkle a little <laughs> no no I just kind of like you know like oh my god yeah I was like, now I'm looking back man I should watch the documentary first <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah he's he, he, he was revolutionary he asked people to submit scores and he kept track of them they yep. were, back then uh, video games wasn't kept scores like that they had no way of keeping who's the best and stuff and he would publish it weekly right every yeah. two even yep. still, even still to this day, if you go onto the Twin Galaxies website, mm-hmm. they will have the current listings of who are the top people in said games. Except for that guy with Donkey Kong. Yeah. Shit. Um, so by default, the guy we beat in that movie, the mm-hmm. dog, is number one. Then, um, as of now, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Okay. But uh, the funny thing too is when well, since you're mentioning that. Um, in Japan, in big arcades, like for example, like the Club Sega, yeah, that's one of the biggest ones. They actually keep score on who is like, like the person of the week on said game. Oh yeah, you know the Virtual Fighters has, um, the arcade one mm-hmm. has two rankings of the Final Showdown. Mm-hmm. It, it's only made two, and the only two get those spots, and only top two of the world could get those spots. Uh huh. I forgot it was like a sky rank. It's like sky god something something, and the next guy is, the and the only person who take that spot is number two, right? And it's it's like an ongoing battle between them right now. It's like sky god ten shot. I forgot, but it was, they yeah, it's still going on strong. It's a big scene. Yeah, it's bragging rights, I think. Yeah, pretty oh. much. Yeah, but you, you lose that if you don't play. That's the thing. So yeah. that that person has to come in and play at least once a week or something. No. Oh. <laughs> but still, in Neo Geo Land, mm-hmm. it's also in the stage in, the, in every SNK games. Yep, yeah. the Neo Geo Land. Yeah, like fighting Dynamite, that one stage with the park. Mm-hmm. It's the same stage in King of Fighters. Yeah, it's iconic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I thought that was funny. I, I saw the stage, the park stage, overlooking the bridge, right? To SNK Studio. Uh huh. But um, finally, Dynamite took out the word SNK Studio. <laughs> and then, <laughs> It was Neo Geo Land right there. Yeah. They took it away. I thought they were making fun of SNK. No. <laughs> yeah. Another yeah. um another good documentary that I uh saw was um uh, what was it? Well it's not necessarily uh an arcade one. It was more of the rise and fall and mm-hmm. rise again of the home console. Uh, I can't remember the name of it, but it was really Was good. it video game the movie? No. That was horrible. Really? I didn't I like didn't it. I didn't see it, but I just... I, I, I didn't like it. Um, I can't remember it, but um, 
it documented the early rise the, the drastic fall and how Nintendo came in and technically saved the home console okay yeah I don't know what yeah. I'm, I'm trying to remember if I can't I'm 100% sorry <laughs> yeah don't worry it's a lot of documents out there yeah besides that it was pretty much Twin Galaxies thing one I watch and Indy was my favorite yeah Mm-hmm. It was it was lighthearted. It wasn't. It didn't. It didn't show dark sides of gaming. It just showed this is the life. Right. Of course. Of course, it's not the number one. Well, is it number one? Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, no. I went to this list. It turned out to be number one. Oh wow. What? <laughs> what? Okay, I, I take it back. I guess people agree with me then. Of what? <laughs> I went to the top ten uh, documentary video games. Uh huh. Number one was indie games. Oh yeah. Okay. I thought that was I, see. I, I hate being part of the orthodox mainstream life so much. <laughs> That's why my list is always weird. And suddenly it's now it's mainstream. Like it's, it's not like who was the best core back in the eighties. You know, I, my list is not gonna be on the, with ESPN, obviously. Yeah, of course. And now I found out it's it, I'm I'm pretty much <laughs> I'm Disney. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same. Yeah, it's shocking to me. Uh, uh, side note. Um, he um Omega Kai. Whenever he asked for comics, he would always come to me, not to our other friend, the Juice. Yeah. Because unlike the Juice, I actually read a lot of independent and obscured and weird comics. I was, yeah. yeah I was I was I the one that introduced you to the Sandman and all that. Well, I mean, I heard of it earlier. Yeah, yeah. But then you introduced. Did you you? I know I introduced you, you to intru- No, you introduced me to Sandman. Yeah. But it was through watching Lucifer, the TV series. Right. That rekindled it. And you talked about, hey, yeah, Lucifer's from the Sandman. I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Then I, then I started reading more Lucifer comics. Right. And then I was like, oh, the Sandman was in charge of hell when he, spoiler, yeah. when <laughs> Lucifer was um in LA, you know, yeah. gallivanting. Mm-hmm. So, because Lucifer gave him the keys to hell. Yeah. And the Sandman's taking care of it. And, you know, that's why Neil Gaiman at the end of the series was the, you know played as God. Yeah. By the way, he also wrote Stardust, which I didn't know it was him. <laughs> <laughs> For some odd reason, I I liked that movie. I couldn't figure out why, and then, then I found out later it was the same guy who wrote the Sandman, created the Sandman, <laughs> and Lucifer. Yeah. Well. So, yeah, my list is always not going to be in the mainstream. It's, course it's, it's like the shadow yeah that weird guy's corner list yeah it's like who's your favorite uh quarterback in ever history i'd probably say alan iverson <laughs> people are like huh the basketball player in oklahoma <laughs> history yeah he's a great quarterback <laughs> i think in college football alan iverson had the best throw best sling <laughs> yeah they see i i feel yeah. like what are you talking about alan iverson was a quarterback in oklahoma i like like and people look at me and they're like, well, I gotta look this up. They're like, <laughs> he is right. He's a quarterback. You know, okay, that'd be my list. Yeah. I say he never yeah. got injured in a football game. He yeah. decided to play basketball. It, it is true. It is true. It is true. Like, that's, who's your that's favorite so... quarterback from Oklahoma? I'm like, Alan Iverson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm that guy with that list. So. Yeah. Okay, so without further ado, I'm Captain Katz. And Wait, who's your, what's your number one documentary? My number one. Oh, I was just naming off uh, my favorite documentary. Um, uh, the pinball one. 
Really? Yeah, because I I love pinballs. I love pinball machines. Uh, I like to own one one day. Um, there's a specific pinball machine that I like to own one day. Two, actually. Um, maybe three. But I never knew the history about the pinball industry and everything. Like, how it came to be. Why it crashed. Okay. Why it never recovered. Um, and it was very interesting. It was, it was very, very interesting. Okay. And especially, too, the mechanics. Like, how much mechanics... It, like, how much... It took into making a, a machine. Be surprised. No, I have seen. Um, remember the show? Um, that how they how were they made? Yeah, pinball was one of them. Yeah, I saw those nodes and like no, I can't be a repairman. Oh yeah. Still though, yeah. Yeah. Tough job. It's it an art. It's an art. No. Yeah. It's a labor of love. Yeah. It's a labor of love. Yeah. yeah. But anywho. Yeah. So anywho, I'm Captain Katz, and this is Omega Kai. Oh yeah, yeah. What's what's top ten next week? Oh, <laughs> uh, next week, uh, I don't know. We'll see what we can do. Top favorite drinks, um, Jello. <laughs> <laughs> if I can put it through a straw, it counts. And where Al taught me, that's my favorite drink. <laughs> no, that would be funny though. Uh, yeah. Top favorite drink, Jello. <laughs> Followed uh. by pudding. An ice cream. It goes through a straw. Wait for the ice cream. Oh, Check. yeah. And then you're going to be like, oh, what's your favorite cereal? Not Smarty cereal. Yeah. It's just Smarties with milk. Oreo Minis replaced that a long time ago. <laughs> All right, then. I hope you guys have a great week. Please join us again next week. Don't forget to follow us at Captain Cats and the Night Rider at, um, on Twitter, Instagram, and our blog site, ccandtnr.com. That is cc. A-N-D-T-N-R.com. And we'll hope to see you guys next week. And don't forget, if you'd like to participate with us, please uh, send us any questions on Twitter or on Facebook and our Facebook page too. And we'll try to reply sometime next week during the show and in any other things like that. So from here on out, I'm Captain Katz. And Omega Kai. And we'll hear you guys from next week. Yeah. Take care. Right. Bye.